Anyway, we're rolling. Yes, this is the Only Burps podcast. You don't have to be lonely at burpersonly.com. <laughs> Somebody mute her. <laughs> I, I don't know how. Worst maintenance man of all time. I quit. Quit. I'm going to get another beer. Hi, campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. We're immature. Yeah. It's immature history, baby. Yeah. Megan, I think you're first today. I think I am too. Immaturity train. Yeah, mine's kind of short. Okay. Um, but it really packs a punch. Um, (laughs) this Wikipedia (laughs) article is entitled Painless Parker. Okay. Okay. Painless Parker, born Edgar R. R. Parker, was a flamboyant American street dentist described as, quote, a menace to the dignity of the profession by the American Dental Association. Street dentist. Yeah. (laughs) Not where you want your dentist to be doing their work. Yeah. Or where you want to just like find them. Yeah. Uh, Okay. However, much of what he championed, patient advocacy, increased access to dental care and advertising has come to pass in the U.S. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Parker attended Philadelphia Dental College, which would become the Temple University School of Dentistry. After six weeks without a single patient, he decided to advertise. He hired one of P.T. Barnum's ex-managers. Just a weird route to take. Yeah. (laughs) To help him take his practice on the road. He created the Parker Dental Circus. No. A traveling medicine show with his dental chair on a horse-drawn wagon while a band played. <laughs> Just, there's no worse situation. There's so many unnecessary expenses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, dentistry is already expensive enough. I don't need to be paying the salary of a band as well. <laughs> yeah, it feels unnecessary. Yeah, it's, it's over the top. But... And here's the next sentence. The band attracted large crowds and hid the moans and cries of patients (laughs) who were given whiskey or a cocaine solution that he called hydrocaine to numb the pain. So maybe the band wasn't the worst idea. Yeah, not the worst idea. Maybe the cocaine was. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was the cocaine. Maybe. I'm just trying to imagine giving someone cocaine and then trying to like have my hands in their mouth and like perform like because you know that they're just like twitching and they're just like they're just trying to a lot of biting off your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like 
I don't know. Go with go with the downer, maybe. Yeah. Agreed. He would charge 50 cents for each extraction and promise that if it hurt, he would pay the patient $5. <laughs> How do you enforce that, though? I would just say yeah. it hurt every time and then I would be a professional uh, dental patient. Right. I guess they say it hurt and then he'd say prove it. And then end of discussion. <laughs> you can't prove it. You can't prove it. At one point, he claimed to have pulled 357 teeth in one day, which he wore on a necklace. Okay. (laughs) I'm finished. Getting weird. (laughs) (laughs) He legally changed his first name to Painless when he was accused of breaking a false advertisement law by claiming that his dentistry was truly painless. (laughs) So. Changing your name just clearly is the right thing to do in that situation. <laughs> I'm just glad he wasn't trying to, you know, sell like penis enlargement pills or something. Yeah. <laughs> there are worse options. It's true. You're not wrong. When business thrived, he hired assistants and established a chain of dentistry business. In the end, Parker ran 28 West Coast dental offices, employing over 70 dentists and grossing $3 million per year. Wow. Parker is mentioned in the song Orange Claw Hammer by musician and poet Don Van Vliet. Is that a Mm -hmm. name that anyone recognizes? We'll go with it. Sure. Mm -hmm. The Historical Dental Museum at the Temple University School of Dentistry has a display dedicated to Parker with his necklace of 357 teeth and a large wooden bucket filled to the brim with teeth that he had personally pulled. The bucket of teeth sat by his feet as he lectured the crowds on the importance of dental hygiene. Uh, I hate the phrase bucket of teeth. (laughs) I never thought that I would have to specify that I hate that phrase, but here we are. Yeah, but here we are. I just want (laughs) to put that out there. Do not put that on my tombstone. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What do you have for me? Um, (laughs) So today we're going to talk about Mark Roberts, um, who is a professional streaker. Great. Um, <laughs> I knew his name was like, it, it was tricking us because it was too vanilla. It's very vanilla. Um, mm-hmm. and while white, you know, not the same, mm-hmm. um, right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Mark vanilla is on two fronts, on two, fr- <laughs> on two fronts <laughs> and the rear. Um, <laughs> Um, Mark Roberts is an English streaker who has run naked during numerous international events. Roberts streaking began when he saw a news report about a female streaker at a 1993 rugby sevens game in Hong Kong. After a bet in a bar, he exposed himself to the crowd the next day. No. Um, So that was in 1993. Would you care to guess ballpark what? 
he's up to now. Oh man, he's an accountant. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what what number of streaking? Oh. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna have to do the accounting. Um, yeah, I would are. say <laughs> twenty five. <laughs> Close. Uh, Roberts has done this as of 2018, 565 times. Great, 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 great. <laughs> In 23 hey, countries. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> None of those yeah. countries have that against the law. Well, <laughs> he does have some legal battles. We'll get sure. into. <laughs> as one um, will have. Yeah, as one will have. So he's targeted events such as those held at Hamilton Park Racecourse, a Mr. Universe contest, <laughs> which I didn't even know existed, a Miss World contest, multiple mm-hmm. Olympic Games, tennis matches, <laughs> the running of the bulls. <laughs> Classic. The synchronized swimming world championship <laughs> and his specialty association football matches. Of course. Um, according, according to Roberts, <laughs> he was mandated to surrender his passport whenever an English football team played abroad following a 2001 conviction for streaking. <laughs> he was a flight risk. It's <laughs> a flight risk. Um, it's unclear how long this mandate was in place. One famous streak was on a live 1995 broadcast of This Morning, where he swam onto Fred Talbot's floating weather map. I don't really know what that means. And proceeded to emulate Talbot's trademark leap from Scotland to Ireland. Oh, boy. Yeah. A 2002 advertisement created by the Spanish ad agency Dimension for Spanish football club Athletic Bilbao featured Mark Roberts streaking fully clothed during a nude football game. I thought streaking implied nudity, but I guess it's just running through an event. I don't know. So, oh, wait, he was clothed, but everyone else was nude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. I love this guy. A nude football game. It's so gross. That is um, peak humor. It's, it's so, so good. good. And it won a bronze award at the 2003 Cannes Film Festival. Beautiful. <laughs> um, in January 2003, Roberts flew to San Diego, California, United States, where he planned a streak at the Super Bowl 37. I know okay. Roman numerals. Sure, sure, sure. He was unable to get tickets to the game. <laughs> so he just flew there, but didn't even think to get tickets first. <laughs> um, oh and then, I don't know, like, what does he just have such a high bar for events at which he streaks that he was like, well, this this whole thing's a wash. I yeah. guess I'll just turn around and head back to England. I- <laughs> <laughs> it has to be some sort of championship. He has standards. He, yeah, as he should. Yeah. Uh, he succeeded the next year for Super Bowl 38 in Houston, Texas. Just before the start of the second half, he ran onto the field disguised as a referee, stripped and performed a dance wearing only a thong. He was taken into custody after being tackled by members of the California- Carolina Panthers and New England Patriots. <laughs> I love that. He was given a thousand dollar fine for trespassing. 
Uh, he planned to retire <laughs> after streaking at the 2006 World Cup final uh, in Berlin, but was stopped before entering the stadium. <laughs> I love the idea that security guards are just like, okay, if you see this man, <laughs> not <laughs> let him in. <laughs> in 2007, he ran out onto the field of Wembley Stadium during the National Football League's first regular season game outside of North America between the Miami Dolphins and New York Giants. The next year, Roberts struck again during the final of the 2008 World Snooker Championship at the Crucible Theater in Sheffield, England, just as he did at the championship four years earlier. In March 2010, Roberts was seen sporting a cat-shaped mask over his genitals at Crufts, which is a dog show. (laughs) No. (laughs) This guy. Uh, This guy. (laughs) I just, I have a little bit of bonus content and I can't wait to get to Oh no, you. okay, okay. Uh, in 2011, artist Benedict Dishkans hired Roberts to streak at the Turner Prize awarding ceremony at Tate Britain, but he was tackled by police when only partially, while only partially on stage and was arrested. He was featured in the 2011 Banksy-produced documentary, The Antics Roadshow. In 2013, he was subject of the Channel 4 documentary, Streak, the man who can't keep his clothes on. In the program, he announced his forthcoming retirement, <laughs> retiring from streaking. Thank you. So good, but not one, but not before one last streak. In 2018, Roberts made his first appearance since 2013 at the Gang Yung Oval during the speed skating events of the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea. As the men's thousand meter speed skating medal ceremony concluded, Roberts took to the ice wearing nothing but a pink tutu and skimpy underwear with the words peace and love emblazoned across his bare chest. Oh my God. And for my bonus content, he does have a website (laughs) (laughs) called thestreaker.org.uk. The fact Um, that it's a dot org kills me. (laughs) It's short for dot organ. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so he's got, it's, I'll send you the link. It is the funniest, (laughs) just like, it's so stupid. It's you'll you'll see his, you know, organ, his organs. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite part <laughs> is that he now has a YouTube cooking channel. <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan, <laughs> if you're interested, um, yeah, there's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of Comic Sans. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, and then there's, yeah, it, there, there's just a lot going on. So yeah, I'll send guy. that to you. But that is um, Mark Roberts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And you know what I love is that he doesn't discriminate. Like he is at every sporting event. Yeah, and on his website, he has a banner that says, kick racism out of sports. Wow. I mean, there you have it, folks. Mark Roberts said it best. He declared it. You better listen. That's right. Thank you all for joining us. This has been Immature History, and we'll see you next time. Sure will. Bye-bye. Bye.